going on, guys? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Paramount Podcast. I am your host, Thomas Michael Para. 200 pounds of nails and wood and all, that's good. You guys, that song that I was humming is actually A Better Place by Spring Gang. I highly recommend that track. It's just got all kinds of feel-good in it. And it's also the intro song to this episode. Um... I'm actually currently listening to it right now, very low on the headphones, just kind of put me in that mood. And to paint a little bit of a picture for you guys, I'm actually currently sitting at my desk. Uh, you can see that up on the Instagrams. I just posted on my story right before I started to uh, record this podcast, before it went down. And I actually found a coconut lime candle. <laughs> so I decided to light that up, set the mood, and um, there's something about fire. And I'm also sipping on this uh, Ginkgo Bibla Blueberry um, Clarity Tea with some, a little bit some uh, Siberian ginseng in it. Also, get that clarity. Guys, I want to say much love to everyone who has listened to episodes one through four, or any episode, to be honest. There's 261 of you in 10 countries. That is unbelievable, man. And, and uh, I guess the countries are Canada and Australia, uh, US of A, Greece, South Africa, the UK, India, Brazil, France, and Austria, you guys. That is insane. If you could only see the smile on my face right now, I just want to thank everyone for making the Paramount Podcast global. That is unbelievable. Please rate and review this on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, and all other major platforms, you guys. It really helps me, gets this information out, and, uh, you know, just keep spreading it out even further abroad. And remember, leave me a voice note on any Anchor app and let me know what you thought of any episode and I can share it on the next podcast. And please share this podcast with someone if you found value in it, man. Get the word out there. Get the Paramount podcast out there. And what is Paramount? Well, for those of you who don't know why I chose Paramount as the title, it's uh, the name of my father's construction company, Wood Framing Construction Company, and basically how... My parents raised me from a boy to a man and how I apply all of that to everything that I do in life. And why is the Paramount Podcast in the education category? Well, again, I just talk about too much shit and it's really more of a lifestyle podcast, but there was just no category for it, which is kind of interesting because unplanned, I've kind of been on a relationship dating trend actually since basically episode two because episode one was a... uh, intro backstory and ever since then it's kind of like a dating relationship podcast which is interesting and today is no different title of today's podcast is don't hate the player hate the game (laughs) as the saying goes did that get your attention well that's good because i'm actually i pulled a few things from an article that i had written a few years back uh in the month of november Uh, And it was just basically to shed some light on my perspective and my own personal experiences regarding beliefs I have, women have, when it comes to what most men really want in terms of a relationship between a man and a woman. And I am hoping to provide insights to women on what's really going on in a man's world. I believe that most men are seeking the same relationship qualities as most women. And um, so, you know, I'm also hoping to influence men 
And most importantly, most importantly, young men, not to feel as if they need to give into the pressure uh, from other males and peers, which begins at a very young age, to be a player and to treat women like a trend, a fad, or a one-hit wonder. I thought this was a good time uh, when I had written this article to open the doors into a man's world and reveal some of the mystery being that it, when I wrote it, it was in November, awareness for men's mental and physical health. Um, and I wanted to share this with you guys here because I feel like this is the direction that the podcast is going. And I really wanted to uh, share with the women as to why men are the way we are and any of the men listening, uh, kind of my, I guess, experiences as to why women are the way they are. Um, in my experience, you guys, remember, just my experience. You know, I believe there's not enough support for men mentally and emotionally in this world of today. As we know, men should be manly and they shouldn't cry nor they should have emotions affect them. And I feel that is just simply not the case. You know, talk shows these days, in my opinion, are geared 99% of the time to women's health and well-being. When it comes to men's health, the approach is what women can do to keep their men healthy. But why, though? <laughs> because uh, a man should be learning how to keep himself physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy and stable as well as women do, resulting in a synergy between the partners. And let's be clear. Some women behave the same way as the male player and jerk around well-intentioned guys. So it goes both ways, okay? And... Uh, you know, the problem with good intention guys is uh, their intentions often come from insecurities in comparison to what they think an alpha male should be. Therefore, their behavior has an essence of scarcity versus abundance. Um, so therefore, they feel like they're lacking as a man and not being good enough. And is extreme, and that is extremely unattractive, and you get friend zoned quicker than minute race. So I mean, now okay, where to begin? Like any habits, you know, or abundance blocks we have today, as adults, tend to come from our family and social conditioning. I believe. So, for example, when you were five years old, you know, you're running outside and you you you, you fall and you scrape your knee and your hands, you know, possibly fall on your face. Um, if you were anything like myself and you looked up at mom or dad, you know, you tried your best to hold in the tears, right? Uh, because crying over minor abrasions is just wrong. And you should just suck it up and toughen up. And nobody likes a crybaby. And boys don't cry. <laughs> and there's some truth to that. Sometimes you got to toughen up, you know. I 100% agree. Um, but who's to say that it's wrong to cry also? And let out the emotions and pain. Maybe it's healthier to accept the pain fully and deeply. Deal with it how you choose to. Then release it and let it go. Therefore, you are able to move on from the life situation rather than holding on to it. But that's just a very general example of conditioning growing up that I think everyone could probably relate to. Um, or in elementary school... Um, you know, I still don't know what exactly boy cooties or girl cooties are, but, you know, they still scare the shit out of me. <laughs> and towards, you know, the end of elementary school into high school are the golden years of puberty. So many questions and so few answers. And then finally, adulthood. You know, the start. 
the start to the conquest of money and power and women and everything under the sun. And even if the sun was attainable, you know, but most men struggle with one of these, if not all the above. And it's only human nature to struggle uh, in itself. But men do not get the education nor the insight on how to utilize their emotions to their benefit as women do. Therefore, they're always stuck in their head and never in their body. You know, to deny that men are not emotional beings would be preposterous. Okay, like have you ever seen diehard sports fans? There's nothing more emotional than like a diehard, than like a male diehard sports fan. And you know, with the NBA playoffs going on right now, and with uh, the NHL playoffs going on right now, like, <laughs> you know how many emotional men are out there right now? <laughs> Millions! <clears throat> so to deny the fact that men are not emotional beings would be preposterous. Um, and that's just one example. But men rarely learn to ask for help unless it's help to move a refrigerator or to hold a ladder. And even that's a stretch. Especially the topics, especially the topics on money, women, career, and relationships between parents, siblings, and family and any guidance is non-existent. No man wants to talk about woman problems, money problems, or career problems because money and career problems, uh, you know, stereotypically, a man is supposed to be, you know, the breadwinner. Stereotypically, okay? And, you know, no man ever wants to admit having struggling with the opposite sex because uh, in a previous podcast I had mentioned when I went into... Um, why men don't approach and with the with how your identity is tied exactly into your self-esteem and how high or low your self-esteem is um that's related right there and then in terms of just relationships in general no man likes to ask for help in general um you know women are more naturally conscious from birth I believe, due to, you know, years of conditioning, being oppressed for hundreds of years, even thousands of years, and even today, in still many cases, unable to work, un sorry, and even today, still in many cases, unable to be in the same workplace and earn as much as a man doing the same job or better. And, you know, I think also just men and women are different and women are just more naturally in tuned with their emotions and likely their, their consciousness level. Women not that long ago were meant to stay home and be caregivers and nothing more, but times are changing. Very recently, we've had a woman running uh, for the U.S. presidency. Now that's growth and progress and equality to show you just how society is changing, which is an amazing thing. Women are allowed to cry in any situation if they so feel the need to express themselves. Even cry for no reason, essentially, um, if they choose to do so. But it's obvious they need to express themselves and feel at that time. Even if they don't have a reason to cry, they are releasing tension and stress, which is why they feel better after. Now... A man <laughs> in the world view or can't just 
cry for no reason <laughs> like to feel better and release, release tension and i'm not saying that men should be or they shouldn't be or anything it's just uh a comparison of the stereotypes for a long time you know i have believed that uh women are much stronger than uh any man in many ways because of my grandmothers um you know basically there were two women growing up and raising families after the depression and the droughts of the 40s, um, living as farm wives, all while being pregnant for years. One grandmother of mine gave birth to 14 children. 14 children. And my other grandmother gave birth to seven. So, I mean, you can only imagine my Christmas season dinners uh, <laughs> and family reunions. I have truly been blessed with family. There is no doubt about it. Um, one of my grandmothers ha also... Uh, had to manage my grandfather who had alcoholic behaviors most of his life. Um, you know, I, in a lot of ways, I feel like few men could handle that life situation, basically running a farm after the depression and then basically being pregnant for like 10 plus years, um, you know, resulting in seven children to, to care for and then a husband, you know, with a drinking problem. And, you know, don't get me wrong, I love my grandfather, um, he has worked as hard as anyone, and I only have good memories of him. Um, but he did have to drink to deal with his underlying issues while my grandmother, you know, was just strong enough to keep everything together and running smoothly. Um, and, you know, and I say as, as we as men, we can do our best to seek to understand the experience of being pregnant and giving birth and all that comes with that. But really, we will never truly know that experience fully. Uh, not to say that a man couldn't handle it because I think that a man could. It's just going through something like that, um, you know, changes a person forever. And that's just an experience that no man could ever have. And another reason why I believe, that's just another reason why I believe uh, women are more aware of their body and more intuitive than men is because they give life and birth. And I believe you just have to learn your body on a deeper level in um, when you're going some, through something like that. You know, I f I'm always learning about the opposite sex. Uh, women, females have, you know, have always been interesting to me. <laughs> I've always just, I don't know. I'm gonna, I might have to like sort that out on my own, but I've always just read as resonated a lot with women, uh, I think because I can be quite um, emotional myself sometimes in ways. Um, good emotions, like I'm not saying emotions are bad, just emotional about things. And uh, I feel like I resonate a lot with women. Um, you know, I can bro with the boys too, but I really do get along well, <laughs> well with women. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. I'm like trying to over-explain myself. Anyways... I'm always learning about the opposite sex on every level. And one very important perspective that I have come across um, when I think how women operate and think. And, you know, every woman that I have brought this idea to their attention have agreed with me 100%. Okay, so bear with me here. Um, I believe it is the best way to operate in life in many ways. Uh, and, I, and, you know, this I hope will help some men abroad to help them understand uh, the opposite sex a little bit more clearly. And the belief is, 
Don't take anything women say too seriously in the moment, but also take it very seriously in that exact same moment. I have heard this as being referred to as temporary truths, okay? Now realize, everything that a woman says in the moment is 100% the truth in that moment. But the reason why women can say one thing and then a minute, hour, days, or weeks later, it can change out of nowhere is because I believe not all women, but most women operate with the emotion they are feeling in that moment. If the emotion has changed from a previous life situation, then so has her behaviors and her beliefs regarding that topic. So in a way, everything a woman says ever and in every moment is always the truth 100%. Just for the men to realize that she can love you today and not tomorrow if the emotions change in that particular life situation because maybe you provoked it by doing or not doing something that you should be. And once a woman has made up her mind, it's made, man. Good luck trying to reverse it because she's likely been giving you signs for ages and, and she has put so much mental energy into trying to get you or her man to recognize some things need to change that by time she decides the emotion has forever changed and is irreversible and that door is closed which results in breakups or divorce, basically, because she's done. She's fed up. And, uh, you know, which is why I believe a man who loves his woman has to try his very best every day to brainwash himself into thinking that he doesn't really have her forever. She can leave any time, which is true. He, he doesn't possess her. But it's of the belief that once married, I feel like, men think that they have the women forever and then that's kind of when laziness sets in. Um, but, you know, but when you believe that you don't have her forever, resulting in making her fall in love with you every day over and over and over and over and over and over, you know, it might sound a little bit overwhelming, but women need to feel. And if you are not giving her those positive, loving emotions daily, I promise you she will find it elsewhere. But if you give her that, I promise you she will give it to you in return. That's for all the dudes out there listening. Like, rewind that and fucking listen to that again because, man. One way to learn how to, how to let go uh, is to be free and get into your body better as a man is to give your lady... These loving emotions every day possible as much as you can. And then, you know, when her positive emotions are at an ultimate climatic high, recognize it in her behavior. Okay. She'll be, will be essentially be glowing and allow her to suck you into the moment with her because she's a pro at it and has always been a pro at it when it comes to her emotions. Now, fortunately for men, on an emotional level, ladies, this is for the ladies now, for men on an emotional level, their word is their word. And my word is everything. My word can be hard to get um, because I just do a lot of things and I find myself to be quite busy. But my word, when you have my word, you have my word. 
And uh, so if a man tells you that he loves you and, you know, once he marries you, then it should be obvious that he loves you because he married you to him, to him. And this is sad, but true. Um, that might be a bit of an extreme example, but you get my drift. And, you know, when you have a man and a woman united as one, you can see why that basically half of all marriages end in divorce. Um, I feel it's because they are two totally different emotional maturity levels and cannot connect. Okay. And that's where like the problem is, is that men think that, you know, their word is their word. And then they kind of don't take enough actions um, after they, you know, do, t- do the initial marriage. And the women are not about the words. Women need to feel, as I had said before. And that's where you make her fall in love with you over and over and over again. You know, um, so I think daily conversation is key to relationship bliss. I believe... Every little thing you can think about should be spoken with your partner for the most part. I hope it is obvious. And, uh, sorry, let me try this again. <laughs> I hope it is obvious that any disrespectful thoughts uh, to keep to yourself and dismiss and disregard, okay? I mean, that's just... Daily conversation is key, but not to... There should be no putting your partner down, okay? Only lifting up. To become fully aware and to understand one another is the most important thing. To seek to understand, okay? And after all, as humans, human beings, we thrive when we feel someone truly understands us to the fullest inside and out. You get me. You know, and we open up and we become vulnerable and we fall in love. If you seek to understand the other individual first before asking your question or talking about yourself... It's more often than not that your question will change entirely because now you have the person's new perspective. Therefore, your approach is congruent with the person's current state. And then, in turn, a complete understanding between the two of you becomes effortless. You can relate on a deeper emotional levels. After all, we all want to be understood by our life partner. No need to validate ourselves to one another because the walls are no longer there. You can allow one another to love each other's flaws because you understand why we are and they are the way we are from our past experiences and life condition. I have said this in a past previous podcast. And in the end, all we want as humans are to be ourselves instead of searching for who we are. Realize that you are whole now and you don't need anything else to be you. Listen to the little voice inside and act. You know, I know you can hear it if you listen hard enough in any situation. And I believe women are much better at operating this than men. At hearing it. I don't know if women take more action necessarily. I guess that's debatable. One reason I believe that I'm good with women in terms of creating chemistry uh, is because growing up I was always, you know, I was always a heavier, chubby, chubby boy. I had a lot of um, underlying self-image and self-esteem problems growing up. I really didn't like myself. Um, you know, you may have never noticed, but those underlying negative emotions were there. 
I was very unhappy person and I felt a lot of pain. I felt fat. I felt ugly on the outside. Um, no girl would ever like me as a crush, crutch, as a crush. <laughs> no girl would ever be crushing on me. I felt ugly on the outside and maybe that's why um, I can be such an emotional person at times is because of my past experiences. You know, whether I feel strong fear or anxiety or gratitude so strong that I have cried happy tears, the feeling of the emotion is overwhelming. Maybe that comes from, you know, feeling a lot of pain growing up, basically hating myself. You know, I would always wear baggy clothes. I was always the kid in the swimming pool with the shirt on because I was embarrassed. Um, I hated any school activities that involved swimming or shirts versus skins scenario. Therefore, feeling I was ugly on the outside. And, you know, I felt like if I cultivated everything else on the inside, then the girls would like me. So essentially, I taught myself to be funny and charismatic in elementary school and high school jock. Um, sing as best I can dance as best I can, poet, you know, write some poetry, you name it. If I could add it to my talent or skill set uh, list to impress the ladies, I did, man, like I did. And it's kind of ironic now how with the profession I have as a, a fashion model and an actor, essentially getting paid uh, to keep my body in peak form, uh, it seems I have gotten over my self-image beliefs under control. Uh, but I assure you the pain body of the childhood will always be there. 100%. So guys, I think I'm just going to close it off at that. We're getting about 25 minutes. I'm trying to keep these a bit shorter for all you guys because uh, I know you guys are busy. And that last number four podcast went a bit long, but I fucking had so much to say. So, you know, this podcast was just basically, basically, let me try this again. Take a breath here. This is completely raw and unedited, as you guys can tell, because I want to give you the real shit. As I was saying, this podcast was to expand the perspective to women who believe the stereotype of men is always that they are dogs and boys will be boys, and we are only after one thing. When I know that is clearly not the case, women don't realize the amount of pressure there is between men to, believe, to behave like players and dogs and animals, and so on. To be a womanizer, try to sleep with as many women as possible, when that is not who I would say at least half of men are in this world. But let's not forget, some women are also enablers of this behavior. A man can only be a player if a woman allows it, okay? So it's going both ways, and I don't need to say any more about that. Women don't realize i think that more men crave chemistry and connection and deep passionate experiences with one woman or at least one woman at a time you know dating quality over quantity which is which i far rather far rather over very many shallow sexual experiences it is not even not even comparable uh but these types of men tend to be men who don't know how to talk to women and are insecure and therefore have trouble connecting. In turn, the players who are generally secure, confident and uh, confident in themselves and secure are the ones who get all the women and then all the men end up getting the bad rap because 
players have the more manly traits of not giving a fuck, um, having a strong identity, having a strong, um, having high self-esteem, etc., which is attractive, okay? So what these other men need to do is to basically work on themselves and to build that alpha male. Um, and then you got the whole package. You got, like, the good guy with, like, fucking chopping wood and handling life and being a man's man because being a man has nothing to do with uh, how many women you can sleep with and we'll save that for another podcast I have always felt this way um, since my first kiss at the age of five (laughs) I'm kidding obviously I didn't know what I was thinking when I was five but I do remember that vividly actually her name was Chantel and she was my neighbor. <laughs> I don't, I mean, if she's listening, uh, you know, what's, uh, what's up, Chantel? I hope you're doing well. I highly unlike it. <laughs> I doubt that she is. And we're moving on. Um, I've been told that, I've, that I'm an old soul. I don't really, I mean, I don't really know an old soul. That's just an overused term, I think. But I hope that makes sense. Um, but that's what I believe the truth to be in all my perspectives in this podcast are always subject subject to change as I grow as a human being. Um, with growth comes new ideas and experiences at a deeper level as time goes on, resulting in more wisdom. So, even though if this is a very serious topic for me, I know not to take myself too seriously and always be open to change. You know, realize that change is inevitable because you are blessed. Just because you are blessed where you are currently does not mean that you can just sit back and settle there. You have to be willing to change and move forward into what life is giving you. I believe when someone of maturity is looking for a serious relationship, sometimes they just sit back in their lives waiting Um, because they have a lot of other things going on in their life too, right? And love, like anything, you can't wait for it. You have to go out and get it indirectly through your actions for you to go directly and find love is a little bit your it's you know try hard in a sense almost forceful in the wrong way but if you go about it indirectly it's just going to fall in your lap i believe but i feel like people get stuck and just wait around for love to find them when really that they should just move move from where they live move cities move towns move countries maybe just move on the other side of the city Different part of the city. Um, Change locations. Travel more. Quit your job if you want. If it's something that... You can always come back to your job. You can always recreate the life that you have uh, in six months. You can always go and try new things. And if it's not worked out, you can always come back. And I would say in like three to six months, you could easily recreate the life you just had. So where's the fear, right? Um, I've said that before. So... Fucking do what you want. Do what you think you should do. and Stop waiting for people to travel with or to move with. You know, how bad do you want something? You can have anything, really. You just get rid of your new car. You, you move out of your new condo and you move into and you rent a, a shitty apartment. <laughs> like, it's how bad you want it. But, you know, there are good men and women out there. But you have to do something about it. Um, find new obsessions. The actions will bring new people into your life instantly and immediately. As soon as you take new actions, as soon as you quit a job or start a new 
obsession, because I don't believe in hobbies, automatically you're meeting new people. As soon as you do that, as soon as you walk into a new place and you try something new, new people. But, you know, so don't settle for less than what you want. And I guess just with that being said, every guys, like everyone, like this podcast episode, like I said, was 100% the truth when I said it, but a temporary truth. My beliefs could be very different in the future due to my life experiences changing as I'm taking massive action daily. Just remember the sweetest moments of life we are, off, we are given are often taken for granted. But seriously, don't take anything I say too seriously. Or yourself. Or anyone else for that matter. Or just remember the choice is up to you. <laughs>